When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. We'll get these guys in in the next couple weeks here, which uh, will we'll make it start to feel real. Uh, but there's no question that uh, I feel really good about the pieces that were in place. But uh, although sometimes things may not uh, jump out as changing the roster, you know, we've made some additions that uh, I think will have a big-time impact on on really all three phases. And, and then, uh, like I said, I, I think the, some of those players that you speak of that have really been here and, and, and we're relying on, uh, I'm excited about getting the opportunity to, for me personally to get to work with those guys here very soon. Sorry, I'm 12 years old. Can you play the first five seconds of that clip again and just sure. look at this is sorry for the podcast audience this is not going to mean anything to you but what is the figure the two oh god the two okay. phallic figures on the wall behind oh. Kevin O'Connell and we'll get these guys in oh. in the next couple good god doors right like or, or design <laughs> they, they might not be doors but they're some type of uh, yeah design get your I, mind I'm out of the gutter I couldn't stop I couldn't get stop. your mind out of the gutter well I'll tell you what. Uh, this is Purple Daily, and it's presented in part by TCL, which is one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They've got a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. But the show is also presented by our friends at Valley Park Medical. All right, If you're interested in looking more like that figure behind Kevin O'Connell, they've got your help with Breakthrough ED Remedies in the greater Twin Cities area. That's right. ValleyParkMedicalClinic.com. Very discreet. They'll make you feel at home so you can ask any question you want in a professional and confidential environment. ValleyParkMedicalClinic.com. I like the transition there to that. Mm-hmm. Avery, mm-hmm. very unique. Thank you. Yes. Finding new new creative ways to, uh, to, to service our partners on the show. Let's just hit the music. Okay. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. All right. Moving right along here. Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And every Wednesday, you know, people ask us, hey, Judd, look how wrong you've been about the Vikings so far. When are you going to admit it publicly and shamefully? Well, there's no shame 
because we're all wrong at times. But I will admit it, every Wednesday, not once, not just on Purple Daily, but also the traditional old Coke write that down, which you can find on Mackie and Judd, in which last week I think I went 0 for 8. Yeah, I think you were 0 for 15 combined across both shows last week. You did bounce back on Mackie and Judd. You know what? Everyone goes through slumps, right? Everybody goes through tough things. You just have to find a way out of it. That was like your Kirk Cousins San Francisco game last week. But I didn't fold this week, so you're very impressed how I came back. I'm yep, sure. you, you fight back. You definitely fight back. So uh, here's how it works. Every week, three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. That's right. We're the only show in America that actually puts statistics next to our predictions. So you can see just how wrong we are on a regular basis. And if you guys want to participate, you can send us a message through the Score North app. There's a, a little feedback uh, tab at the bottom. It's called Quick Message, and you can hit us up there. If you want to get on the show for Feedback Friday, Purple Daily reads the comments, or for Write That Down. Har- uh, hu- uh, sorry, Hunter is going to join us here for the second time on Write That Down in just a couple minutes, the guest listener predictor. But let's get to the accountability session. It's a little bit thin. Actually, nothing came off the board, Judd, for either you That's or nice. myself. Okay. We're kind of in that season now where it's like there's no games, so there's you know, maybe fewer things coming off the board. Draft's coming up, though, so oh, post-draft yeah. will get plenty of... bloodbath. Mm-hmm. It will be. Definitely. So listeners had a couple things come off the board. Alex said Kellen Mond will be the QB1 for the Vikings of the 2022 season. Yeah, I don't know a scenario in which... I mean, I guess if Cousins, like, tears an ACL or something, I mean, I do we leave this on the board until week one? I think it's fine to take it off right now, which is a very damning thing to say. And yeah. if something really weird ha- happens, just keep it in the backlog so we could potentially bring it back. But okay. No, I think you're – I mean, Sean Mannion right now has a better chance of starting week one if Kirk Cousins goes down and trade yeah. yeah. And I think if Cousins goes down, they would probably just sign someone who's above Kellen Mond, right? And maybe above Mannion. If they can afford it. Well, that's or just true. move Justin Jefferson to quarterback. Well, they can just shove more money into 2023-24 somehow. So we'll get doing. to that. I'm not happy. Yeah, we got the Adam Thielen contract details. We'll get to those later in the show. So uh, Jay said the Vikings will have three players in the top 50 of the NFL jersey sale list. They had one player in the top 50 the last year. Jefferson, I'm guess guessing? who that was. Yes. Yeah, Jeff, all right. It was Justin Jefferson. Not Kirk? Kirk was not in the top 50. Christian Mac Derrissa Jones was sales? like fifth. Didn't uh, go up there? Huh. Ole Udo sales yeah. were not... Uh, we're not jumping off the <clears throat> the rack. Okay. Declan, you said there'll be a uh, you said this like a year ago. We I don't know. We let it slide yeah. for a year, but the Vikings would have credible interest in Chandler Jones at some point. Yeah. He, he's landed with the Raiders, right? Yep. So, yes. Yeah. 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 So he is elsewhere now too. Yep. So those are the only three things that came wow. off the board. Declan, you're sitting on top of the completion percentage. Column here, 38.5%. I passed the listeners. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> I was in last place last week. Congrats, I'm at Judd. 25.8%. Judd's at 18.9%. Listeners are at 18.2%. Declan leads with three touchdowns. Judd and the listeners each with two, and I have one touchdown on the season. So there's your abbreviated accountability session. Let's get Hunter in here, our guest listener predictor for the week. What's going on, Hunter? What is what is your strategy here? What kind of quarterback do you want to be today? Good morning, everyone. Can you hear us okay, Hunter? Sorry, cut out. 
Okay. Yeah, you're kind of kind of lagging a little bit. Okay. So, okay. Well, we'll try and we'll, we'll see how this goes. That that is. <laughs> yeah. Had a couple uh, glasses of red wine last night, so that might be part <laughs> of the reason. So right, we're going to go Hunter, Judd, Declan, and back to me. Three trips around the room, and uh, and there's a little bit of a delay here with Hunter, so we'll give him we'll give him a minute to to hear us. So Hunter, you start us off with your first prediction. Write this down. Fire away, sir. All right. Now I'm I'm going for touchdowns, okay? No uh no completion percentage. I'm not trying to pad my guaranteed contracts out here like Captain Checkdown. So, write this down. The Vikings will win a Super Bowl before the Twins win another playoff game. Write <laughs> <laughs> this down. Oh man. So you got you've got an 0 for 18 uh, streak, the longest and worst streak in North American sports history up against 60 They, they plus haven't years convinced of no me yet. Super Bowls. Uh, all right, Judd, your first prediction. That's pretty good. All right, so off a conversation that we had yesterday about how the Vikings are going to use their defensive components next season, Daniel Hunter will record his first NFL interception in 2022. I love it. I looked this up. He does not have one. Awesome. Uh, So he will record in probably a zone blitz situation of some sort his Mm -hmm. first NFL interception next season. I could see it happening in sort of one of two ways. Dropping back in a zone blitz where he's just hidden and the quarterback doesn't see him. Yep. And the quarterback, the quarterback tries to throw a you know a crossing route or something or a seam route to a tight end, and there just comes Daniil Hunter's paw just reaches up in the air, yeah, and grabs it. And then the other way would be like if him and Zadarius both get to the quarterback, and Zadarius like hits the quarterback from behind or something, and the ball pops up in the air, Ooh, and he picks pass. it off that way. Yeah, all right, I like so it. I could uh, could see either one of those things. All right, Declan, your All first right, prediction. My first prediction. So the Vikes still have what Bill and Judd like seventeen million, I believe, in cap space. You know, eight of that has to go to the draft class. They could still potentially sign a player. So I will use those parameters to say this. Write this down. The Vikings will sign a player to at least a five million dollar guaranteed contract between now and May first. Okay. Does that make sense? So between now and May first. They will sign a player to at least five million dollars in guaranteed. So, like, let's say if let's say it's like two or three million with incentives up to five or beyond, that does not count. It has to be okay. a guaranteed salary of at least five million dollars. I'm, I'm hoping that J, this sparks the JC Treader steam to the Vikings that feels obligated yeah. to say on every show. So that's my that's my thought process here. The fact that JC Treader has there's really been no steam at all about him, despite how great he's been for the Browns. I feel like injuries are probably a big hang up for teams. You know, maybe that, I mean, maybe he needs surgery or something, but it's, it's, it's hard to explain why he's just out there and there's very little steam and there's been no reports of visits or anything that I've seen. The Vikings do have $11 million in effective cap space, according to over the cap.com, which means once you account for like filling out the, the, the bottom yeah. of the roster with, you know, minimum wage guys and then paying your draft picks. So they're, they have $11 million in, projected effective cap space so they can afford someone at this point but that's the problem like they they had to like clear out money a week or two weeks into free agency it would have been nice to have that money earlier but you had so many knots to untangle we'll get to the adam thielen contract here in just a little bit uh hunter's having connection issues so should we pop him back in here quick we'll get him back we'll we'll get him back in here now all right hunter you're uh actually i'll go first here i'll go first here and then we'll get hunter 
uh, back in the mix for second round. So write this down. At some point between now and the end of the draft, the Vikings will pick up an additional first or second round pick. Not necessarily for this year's draft, for whatever draft. So between now and the end of the draft, they will pick up an additional first or second round pick. Off the record, I think it's like if they were to trade, like let's say the Steelers thought, man, if we want Malik Willis, we got to trade up to 12. You could probably pick up an extra first or second yeah. round pick from Pittsburgh facilitating that trade. So I like it. I just think I think they're I think they're going to be looking out for 2023 draft capital. In this, Write this down. In uh, this process. That would be nice. All right, Hunter, your second prediction. All right, my second prediction. Write this down. So the NFC North order from first to last will go as follows. Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. Wow. Oh, dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dan Explain. Campbell. Explain. So you think, it, is it going to be like a Packers train wreck, or are the Lions just going to pop up? What's going to happen? Here? I, I think Lions are just going to, you know, pop up for a year. Um you know, Rodgers can't last forever. I'm I'm always hoping they can. Not not over the Bears though. The Bears, and I I don't trust them with a the new quarterback. I don't know yeah. until the, until they prove to me that they can do something with Justin Fields. Yeah, the Bears are, they've kind of stripped it down to the studs here. They actually have the most cap room now of any team going into 2023. With Dakota so. Dozier, at- yeah, that's right. Yeah, enjoy that. Yep. <laughs> Bear down, Chicago Bears. All right, Judd, your second prediction, sir. All right. As the so it sounds like from everything Kevin O'Connell said, unless he is uh, trying to deceive us, that Garrett Bradbury is going to be the guy that the Vikings roll with at center. So the only offensive battle at this point in time would be for the right guard. You've got Jesse Davis, who they signed. Yes, Oli Udo remains on the roster. And the as yet to be seen Wyatt Davis. So write this down. Wyatt Davis will be the Vikings starting right guard in week one in 2022. Mm. Jesse Davis is a backup swing guy, I think at best. Ole Udo is a tackle who was forced to play guard. It was a mistake. And Wyatt Davis, good or not, was a third-round pick. That's a pretty high draft pick for an interior O-lineman. So I am going to go with when it, it all works out after the OTAs, mini camp and into training camp, Wyatt Davis is going to end up with a starting job. Interesting. Yeah, he probably has the high. I mean, you don't need a very high ceiling to have the highest ceiling of no. any of the candidates, but he probably has the highest ceiling. Only is a tackle who they forced to play guard. Like that's, that's the thing about this. He is in no way a guard. And Jesse Davis is better at guard than tackle. And he was atrocious at tackle last year, but right. it's a low bar. Write that down. It's a low bar. All right, Dex. All right, my second prediction. Write this down. The Gophers will have two players drafted in the first three rounds of the NFL draft. Yeah. The Gophers will have at least, excuse me, at least two players drafted in the first three rounds of the NFL draft. Write that down. That's fair. Yeah, they got some they got some talent. They got some interesting interesting dudes. So, oh, Judd, Judd, you already have this prediction, and, and, and the rule is you can't make the same prediction as somebody else on the same episode. Correct. So I, I'm just going to make this prediction because I think you're right. I, the Vikings will not pick up the fifth-year option on Garrett Bradbury. I'm just going to al- align myself with you on that. It's going to be weird because they're essentially going to say, hey, we don't believe in you enough to pick up your fifth-year option for 2023, which they have to decide on in the next 30 days. 
but we're totally going to turn you into a quality starting <laughs> go knock them dead center. Yeah, yeah. Our starter. <laughs> yeah. And then and then if you know if it works out, they can obviously still sign him after the 2022 season to an extension. But it's going to be weird. All right, Hunter, your third and final prediction. All right, my third prediction. We're going for the draft here. Here, so write this down. In the first three picks, the Vikings will select a cornerback, a linebacker, and a center. Not necessarily in that order. Okay. 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 A corner, a linebacker, and a center. Hoping and, uh, that's a qualifies as a touchdown. Yes, I think that's fair. You're you're essentially sorry. You sticking, you're sticking the landing on those three, and because we're having some connection issues, I'm going to jump right to the exciting finale and conclusion here with Hunter. Since you've got this platform here, even though the connection is wishy washy, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? You, I think you cut out for like five. That's, all right, like, we guys. All right, we gotta say goodbye. It, we gotta I say goodbye. Say I, had, uh, I have names. All right, we gotta say goodbye to Hunter because this connection it. is 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 dying out there. But he wanted to thank. If he has one, a wife. If not, a girlfriend. That's who he wanted to thank. Dad, uh, we made him a Vikings fan. You know, it's a whole thing. Yeah, who I would personally curse because if my dad had made me a Vikings fan. Bye, Hunter. He said bye internally as well. All right, man. All right, Judd, your third and final. My third and final prediction. Uh, this is not going to have a round on it, but I am going to tell you. Write this down. The Vikings will take Nebraska center Cam Jurgens in the draft. So Cam Jurgens, who had, I guess, just a phenomenal pro day, and sounds like, and he, but he's not a first round pick. So like, he's the mm. type of guy who, yes, falls in the ordinary. Oh, in the third round or something, we took a center. Yeah. Cam Jurgens, the eventual earmarked replacement for Garrett Bradbury, will be taken by the Vikings. All right, Dex, I like it. All right, one more for me here. Write this down. At least one team. At least one team will trade up in the first round and will draft a quarterback. Okay. So one team yeah, will move up in the first yeah. round from their original spot and they will draft a quarterback with that new selection. Write that down. I, agree I think that's that. pretty fair. Even in a quote unquote weak quarterback class, desperation speaks oh, yeah. louder than the weakness yep. of the class. Yes. And there's enough teams that are going to, teams are all like, wow, Malik Willis is a guy, it's got some <laughs> flaws, but like, yeah, you're salivating over the tools. So Christian Ponder was a first round pick. Exactly. I mean, Tim that's all you need to know. Christian Potter was one of the tw- he was the twelfth pick, right? Yeah, yeah, fourth quarterback off the board. De- but I mean, you you n- nailed it exactly. It's desperation. It's complete desperation. All right, write this down. My final prediction here. So you may have noticed that there is one veteran contract that has remained untouched so far. The Vikings have tapped for restructures, for extensions, to take money from this year, throw it to the end of, or throw it to next year. Yep. So write this down. Eric Kendrick's contract will remain untouched between now and May 1st. Okay. So no restructure, no extension. I'm trying to figure out what to do with a trade here. Um, I, I'll, I'll say no trade. So he'll untouched. he'll be a Viking and his contract will remain untouched. So nothing will change. Now, if he gets traded after May 1st or something, or they, you know, then I, I still win. But right. you know, my logic here is <clears throat> he's signed through 2023, but he's 30 years old. So, you know, he's one of their highest paid players now, but they they've shoved so much money with other players into future seasons as we'll get to with Adam Thielen. But I just don't like they can get out of that contract after this year with very minimal cap damage. They you know they, they save like 10 or 11 million to the cap next year and they only have to eat like a million and a half in dead cap next year. 
So I just think they're going to ride it out. You know, no reason to to shove more money. Like you got enough money now in free agency. If you want to sign someone, you can you can sign someone right now. You got eleven million dollars in yeah. space, so they don't they don't need to tap it. So I, I think he's just going to remain untouched until May first. Okay, we'll see. So there you have it. Those are the write that down predictions. The accountability write session. This down. Where we admit that we were wrong. Let's get into the Adam Thielen contract. But first, we may need a beer. We may need a light buzz before we talk about the amount of money the Vikings continue to shove into future seasons. And are, are you talking about a beer that we would enjoy? A beer that we would find to be a for certain first round draft pick? Are we talking Ideally, about? Yeah. Are we talking about? Hey, come on down, Surly Furious. That's right. Guest appearance as always. Always on the couch, right by me. Because you know what? You never know when we're talking about the Vikings, when you might need a Surly Furious, the best IPA around. The weekend is on the way. That means viewing sports, hopefully on your TCL TV. And as you're doing that, you got to have a really good beer, and Surly Furious qualifies. And and we should start to tease um, a very exciting announcement about our relationship with the Surly folks coming up as early as next week. Is that correct? I think next week we're going to officially announce. I'll, let's just say clear your calendars yep. for the first night of the draft. If you like Pieces are Surly, yeah. If you, if you like the beer that we love and you like football, and who doesn't love football, uh, we got something for you. It's going to be a blast. So we'll, we'll have more information hopefully football. next week on that. Also, our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, in addition to having great quarter zip pullovers. Oh, here, yeah, that's, that's my really dad. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really nice. I love those type of. Uh, I, I love that. I'd love to have. Maybe we can one. get you a federated hooded sweatshirt or something. Be great. I'd just take your quarter zip. This quarter zip is protecting me from cool air, much like Federated protects your business from risks out there. So they've been around for a long time. They uh, what they do is they take their marketing reps and put them through several months of training. It's almost like an off season, like of OTAs and mini camps and things, so that they are ready when they are assigned to regional offices specializing in core industries that they know and understand. They're not just trying to sell as many policies as possible. So find out how Federated can help you and your business get to the next level at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Football. All right. So we knew that Adam Thielen's contract was tweaked to help create some cap space for this year so they could bring in you know, some of the guys they brought in, right? Uh, Jordan Hicks, Harrison Phillips. Uh, Zadarius Smith, they needed to clear some space so they could sign some of these veteran players on defense. Well, multiple reports are coming out now about the structure of that contract. So it did save $5 million for this year's cap. But Adam Thielen now, going into age 33 in 2023, his cap number goes up from 17 million to almost 20 million in 2023 and it goes up from 18 million to almost 20 to 21 and a half million in 2024 now the 2023 money is largely guaranteed and dead cap so um what does this mean the vikings continue to take money from this year's cap shove it into future years to deal with it later or kick the can down the road. So looking ahead to 2023, boys, the Vikings currently have $8 million in effective cap space for 2023. Now, there's obviously things they can do, but there's things that every team can do, and so where you start is is relevant here. So the Vikings have $8 million in effective cap space for 2023. 
The Bears have a hundred million in effective cap space. You know, the, the Texans have a hundred million. The Patriots have 75 million. The Seahawks, the Cardinals, 70, 75. Steelers, 60 million. Bengals, 60 million. So these teams are uh, in a great spot. Some of these with like the Bengals with a good roster and the Steelers with a good roster and cap space for next year. The Vikings are going to be in cap hell through 2023 based on the decisions they've made in the last month. Your thoughts. <sighs> it better work. Um, I, my thoughts, my thoughts. Once I stop seeing red, my thoughts are this. Uh, first of all, they are really going all in for 2022. Kind like of they really are. Kind of all in. Well, they kind are really go right, but I mean, but I mean, from a from a what we would have done standpoint, they are because we we would have taken the hits in 2022 to start to clear the space in 23, and they're doing the reverse of that. In my opinion, they're putting huge pressure on. Kevin O'Connell in his first year when he should have the ability to sort of figure things out, right? Here's who I got. Here's who I like. Here's who I don't like. And, and I will give them the benefit of the doubt and say that there are times that you need to see guys play. I totally get that. Like film helps. But if you said, I need to run this back a little bit, but I need to see guys. But now there's an immediate pressure based on what they've done to their cap to really get results. I mean, it's clear that the people above crazy, I think, and, KOC have said we want to win and you should win and here's how and so they're like okay um the other thing that strikes me about this contract is unless I'm missing something here and again the cap can get confusing and contracts can be convoluted this is as un-Rob like of contract extension as I've seen given their circumstances so I really don't like it um it confuses me, and I really think that somebody or somebody's plural in that organization are really misguided about what their expectations should be. So I'm disappointed in it. So on the Thielen contract for next year, his so his 2023 base of eighteen of eleven point eight million becomes fully guaranteed the third day of the 2023 league year. Now, if they decided after this season, hey, we're just you know you're 33, you know injury prone, we're not gonna we're not gonna pay you 20 million dollars to the cap. 13 and a half of that is dead cap, so they would only really be saving like six million dollars by cutting him next year. So he's correct. You know he's uh I think 2024 becomes much more reasonable to to get out from that contract, but it's it's essentially and effectively a two year deal for Adam Thielen here with some residual dead money beyond 2023 correct based on you know the decision that you made here now i will say things clear up quite a bit after 2023 now they're not in the best position there's still like you know 15 teams that are in better positions cap wise in 2 years from now but you can get out from most of the cousins deal after 2023 you can get out from most of the Thielen deal by then kendricks will be off the books like so you know there's there's a lot more wiggle room. So it looks to me like they just said, let's let's live in cap hell for two more years and operate however we can and and push some money down the road, run it back. And then the new front office must, like I mean, Quasi must have gotten assurances that if you do it if you do it this way, 
you're like if it doesn't go well or we, or we come up short, you're not going to get fired. I mean, unless it's a total dumpster fire and they're you know winning two games somehow. That try this out for a couple years. Let's see if we can coach this thing up better than Mike Zimmer and company, and then we'll have a much more blank slate to work with. Maybe you even draft a quarterback in 2023, so that he can ride that. You know, he can sit for a half a season or a full season, and then cap space, new quarterback into 2024. You know, that's that's my sense as to what's happening here. But you are we'll completely, see if it you are completely in a way that you don't get closing your Super Bowl window opportunity, or at least cutting it off because you are not going to win a championship like any realistic person. And now, so, so instead of, instead of taking the cap hits in 22, starting to rebound in in 23 to crescendo, you are basically saying in, in order to continue to hopefully be who we've been for a long time, which is we made the playoffs. Maybe we made the playoffs. You are, cutting the ability out from under the GM and coach to build a championship contender quicker. Yes. I, I mean, I see what you're saying. I think here's if, if they, but I think they're looking at it as a 2024 reset, if this doesn't go well. And so if you start to think of it that way, like, like the ship has sailed on any sort of like an expedited reset, like that's gone. They're not, they're not doing that. They, They closed that off already. Yep. So, so the next, so if things don't go well this year or next year, and by go well I mean if they don't like flirt with a championship, then the next reset window is 2024, based on what they've done with contracts here. And if you start to look at what the roster could, if they draft a quarterback in 2023, and I think there's half a chance they could trade back from 12 this year, get another first or second round pick for 2023, have some more ammo. Like, there's things you can do to get more ammo for 2023. Right. Okay, what pieces will they have going into 2024? So they could have a quarterback that they draft that gets to sit for a year behind Kirk Cousins. They're going to have Justin Jefferson. Hope I mean, ideally they sign him even if it's 30 million dollars a year. Like you got you're going to have a rookie scale contract quarterback just right. like the Dolphins have with Tua, go get that big money wide receiver a contract. But the other good news here is, and I'm being optimistic Phil here, all right? Their offensive line is a bunch of dudes in their mid 20s and low 20s right now. So Christian Derrissaw will still be on a rookie-scale contract 24, 20, whatever, 25 years old in two years. Ezra Cleveland is going to be like 26 years old in two years from now, or 25. Um, I don't know who your center is going to be, but Brian O'Neill will be 28, 27 in his prime. So your offensive line, now a couple of those guys are going to be coming up for contracts too, and Brian O'Neill's contract will kick in even more. Right. But you could look at this and say, if you whiff, you still have some really interesting pieces in your nucleus that you can, especially offensively, that you can build this thing around, and you'll have cap space. So it's again, it's it's predicated on it's predicated on them at some point looking more to the future okay. and not just keeping shoving money into two thousand twenty-four. If, if this doesn't work, do the non-football people get get out and quit bothering the football? people because that's how this this feels like non-football people are like we want to win we need to win and the football people i'm going to assume they're smarter say well hold on a second here like what ryan poles is doing in chicago short term is going to hurt like hell but football wise it's brilliant it's the right move because it gives you the opportunity now now do they make the right moves 
after this. We'll see. But I guess my question is, it feels like the Wills and the non-football people with the Vikings have very much involved themselves. So if they're wrong, do do they get out and allow Kwesi and Kevin O'Connell to do their thing starting, let's say, in 2024? Because I think as long as ownership is as involved as it appears to be right now, they are slowing the entire process. I would say, you know, my answer is going to be kind of, I think, I think ownership definitely wanted to make another run at this thing. And I think ownership loves Thielen and the community and like Thielen's a fan favorite. I think they they're really curious about, I mean, Mark Wilf even made some comments this week at the owners meetings. Like they're curious about giving Kirk a better infrastructure. Of course, why didn't you give him a better infrastructure four years ago or two years ago, right? Like, there's all those questions. Right. But my answer to this really can't come until after I see 2022. Like, like I want I, at this point, they deserve a chance to let their vision play out in 2022. And if that vision comes to fruition, cool. Like, I'll be the first one. You guys, like, totally wrong. Can't believe that this is. <laughs> Wow, Mike Zimmer really was that big of a cancer. But if they come up short or they sit in the median again and they're an 8-9, 10-win team, even if they maybe win a playoff game, but they're nowhere really near the Rams or the Bucks or the best teams in the AFC, they have to draft a quarterback in 2023. So like, my assessment of this is almost incomplete until like December through April a year from now. This has a. This is starting to have a very Jerry Jones post Jimmy Johnson feel to it, where the owners decide that they they know what's best. They get yes men to execute that, and in defense of the yes men, they can only do so much. That's how this is starting. I I hate the fact that this feels like people who who were um, who were absentee owners who lost track clearly of the franchise are now back to save the day. And, and again, I will go back to the Zimmer blaming has gone way too far now. Like this is clearly uh th- this is all Mike's fault. This is all Mike's fault. And yes, Mike takes responsibility. He does. He was at fault. Um, but to say that is to not understand what we all saw because we lived here through the season and you really didn't you followed along yeah. and lost track it is a it is a pretty wild story to say again mike zimmer was not throwing his best fastball at the end of his vikings run the last 100%. couple of years the defense was not where it was before mike zimmer definitely deserves a lot of blame but it is a wild story to basically say oh he was so bad yeah. that we can we can and and again i wonder what what is their goal i mean is their goal to win nine games 10 games or is like, cause your goal should be look at the best teams in the NFL. Tampa won 13, Green Bay won 13, the Rams won 12. Like that's the goal. The goal isn't like another, let's eke out another win or two. You need to eke out. Like you won eight games last year and you lost it. Like, okay, we'll give you the Greg Joseph miss kick that gets you to nine. Maybe the Dalvin cook fumble that shouldn't have been a fumble gets you to 10. 10 is not the goal. 12, 13. That's how you win a Super Bowl. So at this point, Hey, I'm willing to let it play out, see what happens, and 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 let them do it their way. Sorry, Dex. Uh, Mark Wilf even yesterday said, "quote Winning the division is first and foremost our goal. From there, that's where you get into the dance, and anything can happen. And that's but where that's, we want to be." End that's quote. Not, that's not, not true. true. Getting that's into the dance and anything can happen is not true. Mm-hmm. That is factually incorrect. Now, are there isolated examples of well, the Giants got into the dance and then right. they went on and won? Yeah, like 
But exactly. if you're if you're going to build your blueprint off of outliers, like yeah. all these people that say, "Hey, look at the Rams. The Rams had forty five, fifty million dollars in quarterback cap money tied up last year because of the Jared Goff contract." See, so they were literally the only team in free agency era history that has spent more than thirteen percent of their cap on a on a quarterback or two quarterbacks, and like we're going to use that as the blueprint. Like that's don't use outliers to build your blueprint. That's my problem. And the play-by-play of what these guys have, have been sold is so clear, and that's what bugs me. They've been sold, it was Mike's fault. Oh, okay, thanks. They've been sold, Kirk can be a lot better. Which, you know what? In regular season games at times, perhaps he can. But playoff time, he's 34 years old, okay? And as Phil has continued to say, going back to his childhood, he's won nothing. So, like, Kirk can be a lot – Kirk can be Brady? Can Kirk be Brady? I don't think so. Um, the Wilfs have basically been sold a bill of goods by people and have embraced that and believe that to think that that's going to get them to their goal. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think it's hard to say somebody needed to sit down and tell them the truth. And 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 I'll just I'll be optimistic, Phil, here again because I still think they're going to be competitive this year if if they can avoid a, a Ravens like rash of injuries. So worst case scenario here, they're going to win eight games. You know, maybe they miss the playoffs or something, which would be which would be bad. And sitting in the middle ground of the draft again is not ideal. I I get that, but worst case scenario for me is they're competitive this year. Two thousand twenty three is sort of a okay, which way should we go year? And then the salary cap sees open up for them in two thousand twenty four with yep. potentially a quarterback that you drafted in twenty three. So it's not. I don't think it's as doom and gloom as maybe you think it is. I don't like the direction at all. Like, like it's not doom and gloom. Again, I will be very clear. I personally don't care about 22. Like, I don't care. I'm personally, I, I'm curious about it, but I'm out as far as championship. Um, but I hate what I'm seeing as a trend here. Because my question becomes, when do you let the football people run the football team? That's that's where so. I'm what's the percent chance bothered. you think that the football people are running the football team? No, if they're smart, they're not. No, I mean, right, right, Ryan Poles took that Bears job and immediately started clearing everyone out. Phil, right, Ryan Poles stripped the Bears down to the studs. We we have covered that this team for how long? Are you telling me that Thielen contract that you just read is a true Brzezinski contract? It 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 feels like a deal with it later situation more so than. It feels like a deal contracts. with the devil because you were told make that work. Yeah, do I think it's there's a good well chance that constructed. it's not it, smart? And it's of all the players, smart. of all the players on that team, where ownership would say, "Hey, you guys have freedom to do what you want," except we're not trading Thielen because he's one of the three most popular players on the team. We want him to retire a Viking, and uh, and quite frankly, unless you can find an immediate upgrade over Kirk. Maybe it's Deshaun Watson, who they did kick the tires on, but when it became evident that, like, oh, if we're going to really go down this path, it's going to be a whole public thing that then led to, like, Matt Ryan's departure in Atlanta and the Baker Mayfield fallout. Like, we don't want to deal with that. I think I'm pretty sure ownership said, here's a list of guys that we want to run it back with. If you want to tweak, you know, you want to say goodbye to Michael Pierce, who gives a rip? But Harrison, Adam, Kirk, we're, we're, we're keeping that band together make the rest of it work. Well, when you say you're keeping that band together, I mean, that's like a huge chunk of your salary cap. And in order to 
give that band some more musicians to play with. You have to take their money and put it into future years, and that's I mean that's what's happening. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and bitch about it every day. They've made their decision, and now they get to. Well, no, the results. Con- the results will speak starting in September. Um, I'm with you, but this. Contract, I'll see you guys in September. Actually, this contract. <laughs> bye, Phil. This contract <laughs> bothers me. The Thielen contract. I, I had no intention of complaining on t- today's show, but that contract bothers me. So, like, I was not. My intention was not to complain, um, but I just don't feel like the football people are being allowed to run the football team, and yeah. that that annoys me because that that slows your growth. It's interesting. I want what's yeah. best for the kids. Okay. He uh, so his his cap hit for this year is eleven point six million dollars, which which it, it does bring him way down compared to. Some of the other top painters here. I mean, remember Tyree Kill has a thirty million dollar cap hit starting next year in two thousand twenty three. That's that's the new bar for yep. for wide receivers. Thielen's in two thousand twenty three, as it sits right now, is is about the thirteenth biggest wide receiver cap hit. So that's that's fairly reasonable for him. But where's the va- like? What I want to know is where's the value on this roster? There's some Justin Jefferson, tons of value beyond what he's getting paid. It's like if you want to win a Super Bowl, you need value. You need guys overperforming their contracts, right? Yeah. Joe Burrow, for instance. Yes. Matthew Stafford was a twenty million hit. He was not one of the highest paid quarterbacks last year. Darisaw could be. Darisaw could rookie be rookie contract, left tackle, premium position. Ezra Cleveland could be. Cam Bynum could be the other yep. safety spot. Maybe Cam Dantzler can be. But like that, 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 it's you can't just have a bunch of dudes getting paid market value. Like you're going to run out of space and. And you're going to run out of players. So, and old injury prone dudes are the worst. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Very interesting. They've uh, they've committed to to salary cap hell the next two years to make a run at this thing, and then maybe they've got some assurances. But this is your daily therapy session if needed. It's daily Vikings entertainment. Let's also talk real quick about how to lose forty pounds in a short amount of time, like Judd did. That is a very simple formula and it begins with going to this website livia.com l-i-v-e-a.com because you'll get a response from my friends at livia weight control centers whereas phil Mackey just said i have lost approximately 40 pounds since september join today for summer get 25 percent off the program plus 35 meals for free that's right 25 percent off the program 35 meals for free you can uh you can go to their facilities and Visit with their dietitians, or if you're outside the state, you're a Purple Daily fan in Arizona or Tennessee uh, or or New York. Consultations that can be done virtually. Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, 855-GO-LIVIA, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Check them out, and I'm going to tell you right now, in a few months, clothes all start to fit. You're feeling good. You're looking good. And if I can lose 40 pounds, I know that you can as well. Livia.com. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. Later.